This is why people quit because they aren't anticipating the level of output that's going to be required in order to hit the targets they want. So they begin as a goal. And on January 2nd, they turn into work. And that's when everybody goes, oh, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. No, you're basing it on your current level of output. You just created a want, not a need. And like these struggles are part of the equation according to the goal set by you. And it always comes down to the same thing. You either change your behavior or you change your target. And one of those gives you what you want. One of those gives you more of what you hate. It's the 27th of December, 2023, right? And a lot of people are looking at this time of the year going, oh, we're going to set some goals. We're going to have all these targets. We're going to have all these ambitions and all these things that we want to do in our life. But there's no real drive behind it. I think people struggle to achieve the goals they set at New Year's because they are setting them on an empty platform. The difference between whether people achieve or don't is based on just a, a handful of simple steps. And it's not having a vision board. It's not writing your goals out every day. It's not standing in front of something and reading it out or screaming affirmations in a cold plunge tub. It's none of that. A lot of people set these goals. They're built on your current level of output, which means that you're, you're building goals based on what you're doing right now, not understanding that your current level of output ain't going to cut it. As you move towards this new spot on the horizon, you're, you're going to have obstacles present themselves. And most of these are really basic struggles that are just required for the upgrade anyway. When you're moving towards something new, you're going to have a whole host of things show up designed just to fuck up your, your path. They're just going to get in your way. They're supposed to be there. When you overcome whatever that is, you become the person that has earned the new position. See, I think that's where a lot of people struggle when they're setting goals is they think that by their current level of output, they deserve a new spot on the horizon, but they don't. You haven't done what's required. And I think that the people have a lot of difficulty processing all of those struggles that are going to show up. And this is why people quit because they aren't anticipating the level of output that's going to be required in order to hit the targets they want. So they begin as a goal, and on January 2nd, they turn into work. And that's when everybody goes, oh, I didn't know it was gonna be this hard. No, you're basing it on your current level of output. You just created a want, not a need. And like these struggles are part of the equation according to the goal set by you. And it always comes down to the same thing. You either change your behavior or you change your target. And one of those gives you what you want. One of those gives you more of what you hate. Like these, these obstacles are going to show up. And, and I'm going to address this in a way that I think, I hope you guys understand. By the way, thanks for being here. But th these obstacles are going to show up and some of them you're not going to want to see. You're not going to want to acknowledge. You're going to run the other direction or that's what you're going to think. And by the way, the difference between a winner and everybody else is the winner as they're climbing the mountain is already looking at the mountain in the distance past the one they're climbing. They're always looking for more. And you're not like Sisyphus, like you're not pushing some fucking boulder up a hill, but yet that's what people, they, they attribute, well, that's just going to be frustrating and overwhelming and self-defeating. That's not how it works. You create more ambition and value on the, in the pursuit of the target than you do by actually achieving the target. It's, I, I say this all the time, you become a millionaire, not for the money, but for who you must become to earn that money. You become fit for who you must become on the journey. You become a great husband, a great father, a great mother, a great wife on the way to becoming that. 
That's why a lot of people struggle is we're taught right now to have instant gratification. And that's the way it should be. Everybody deserves a trophy. Everybody should win. <laughs> Excuse me. And everybody should get, you know, to play in the game, even though they suck at the sport. That's why a lot of goals aren't being hit. Because the, the obstacles that show up in your mind are so far removed. And I, they don't show up in here. The obstacles that prevent them, present themselves in your life are so far removed from what you could possibly predict and the blueprint that you've created in your life and in your mind that your perception of the obstacle is so radically different than what it really is. And you quit because you say it's too hard, but it's never too hard. If you actually look back at your life and went through all of the things that you've had to go through in order to get to where you are right now, your, your head would spin. Like you should just take a moment to look at where you are right now, regardless of the circumstances you're in, no matter how bad you think they are. The level of shit that you've had to overcome to even get to where you are right now is unbelievable. But you keep looking at everybody else's life going, yeah, but I don't have that. But that's like winning a lottery and going, well, it's 300 million, but it's not 400 million. You're missing what you have. And if you don't appreciate and have gratitude for what you have right now, whatever that is, you will not achieve what you want because you're not going to be grateful when you get there. When you say, I'll be grateful when, you're not grateful now. You will never get to when. Again, that's why most people fail their goals because they, they go, I'll be when, I'll do it when, but you're never going to. It's like I made a post today. I said, if you're not committed now, you're not going to stay committed later. And like we invent this blueprint, right? And it's, it's predicated on what we currently know in our, in our, like due to our environmental conditions that we're in right now, our circumstances, our life, our business, our money, our relationships, our level of fitness, our health, all of that. That's how we build this blueprint because we don't know. It is impossible to predict what's going to occur. And that comes down to even just being brutally honest with yourself. The ability to tell yourself the truth is required to achieve greatness and excellence. If you don't possess that ability, you either learn it or stop setting goals because you're not going to hit them and you're going to just be pissed off. And then you're going to blame everybody else and call them lucky. Like these, these things that show up in your life, they turn into this major catastrophic event in your mind. You didn't, it, it's not any different than it would have been. You just weren't prepared for it mentally. So it turns into a catastrophe, but it's still the same event. Remember, your perception of the event is the event. It's just an event. All these struggles are part of the journey to get to where you want to go. Again, why most people don't hit their goals. You're building it on a blueprint that you're already living in, but that blueprint is invalid. The blueprint you have right now is completely invalid on your way to get to where you want to go. You're literally sketching that fucking thing on the way. Like one of the things I think happens is people on their, they set goals, but they also set options. And, and that's like, there, there's that Rubik's cube in the background, right? So I can do the cube all day long. But what if I went, well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do that Rubik's cube. I'm going to do the whole thing, all six sides. And then as I do it, it gets harder and harder and I get more and more frustrated and I come up with more and more reasons to not do it. And then I start downgrading what I'm doing and to give myself an option to do less. The option is what if I only get one side, I'll just get one side and then I win. And then I congratulate myself on the victory and I give myself the bullshit pop psychology answer of, well, I'm rewarding myself for closer and closer approximations towards my goal. That's not going to cut it. 
because you still didn't hit what you wanted to and most people stop there. Well, I did this much, that's more than some than than so and so. But that doesn't help you because it's not what you wanted. You wanted to play hockey and you go play soccer, that doesn't fucking help. That's like, well, at least I played a sport. It's not the one you wanted to play. And so in order to maximize your potential for success, you have to minimize your options. You know, and, and one of them comes down to organizing your environment. Organize everything in your environment. If you live in chaos, the, the chances of you hitting your goals are almost impossible because you are surrounded by noise and the noise becomes distraction and the distraction becomes an option because the struggle in the pursuit of the goal becomes too much and the noise becomes too easy. Like you notice that I said, maximize your potential, right? Like maximize your potential for success. What a lot of people do instead is they got these guys, a lot of people will work tireless, tirelessly. They will work so like feverishly to minimize all the risks and struggles and all the adversity, except that reduces your growth. Like, like follow me, you, you work to minimize all the things that get in your way. How are you going to grow? That's like minimizing the weight on the bar and thinking you're going to get bigger muscles. You're going to get stronger. You're not. See, and, and the problem with that kind of thinking is you begin to justify that you should do that. And yet you deserve the win because your brain still says, I want the goal. But you haven't done the work. But you haven't done the work because you're minimizing all the work required. You see the problem with this, right? So the requirement, <laughs> you want to see, I'll make it easy. You want to stick the landing? You got to struggle. No struggle, you're not going to stick the landing. Like no discomfort, no struggle, no adversity, no success. That's the easiest way to define whether or not you're going to achieve your goal. No struggle, no adversity, no no constraint points, no problems, no no setbacks, no victory. Because you didn't build the strength to earn the victory. Running into the end zone on an empty field, holding a football is not a win. Dodging a 300-pound gorilla or five of them trying to break your femur, that's a victory. They're not the same. But current society defines it as a victory anyway. Well, I made it to the end zone. Yeah, but there's nothing in the way. You don't deserve the win. There was nobody in the stands. It wasn't even a game. You snuck into the fucking arena and ran across the field and stopped halfway because you ran out of gas. That's, that's the mindset right now. It just it pisses me off. The win that you have, just to be very, very clear, the win that you achieve is not at the finish line. It's not at the end zone. You, you win the game during the struggle on your way. You don't win the game at the end. Standing in the end zone is easy. Getting handed a trophy is easy. The finish line, when you're on the other side of it, that's easy. It's the struggle when you're running the fucking marathon all the way to get to the end. My wife ran a marathon, 26.2, under four hours, her very first one. The struggle was the run. It wasn't crossing the finish line. It was the four hours before that. But you have to be willing to endure that struggle if you want the victory. If you don't want the goal, either set smaller goals and quit complaining or have massive ambition and do what's required and eliminate all the options. But like, you, you've got to become the gladiator, you know, worthy. Like you do really like, 
That's, you're born like this. Like, you've got to become the gladiator worthy of standing in the fucking arena. And that's just to stand there. If you want to be the last one standing, that demands that you destroy every opposing gladiator that's standing there with you, which is every, every single adversity, every struggle, every chaotic event that's coming to shut you down. In order to be the last one standing in that arena, which is what is required for you to earn that goal, you have to destroy everything else that's trying to, trying to stop you. That's where people don't want to go. Like, I, think, I think a lot of times what happens with goals is people want to start at the finish line, but you have to become like... You have to become more before you ever acquire more. You have to do all the work before you get to the finish line, which is why goals right now in New Year's is, I actually have a problem with this. People set goals one time a year and they set them at New Year's and then they have no intention of completing any of the tasks required to earn that finish line. I want to make a million dollars. Cool. How many people are you going to talk to? What are you selling? Who are you solving the problem for? How much are you going to charge? How many people do you have to talk to? How many, what's your closing rate? Like all of this stuff, nobody hears it. They go, I don't know. I'm just going to sit there and think about it all day in my mom's basement. Well, you're never going to get it. You know, well, I want to lose all this weight. Cool. What's your plan? How much weight are you going to lose every single day? I don't know. I just want to lose my weight by, by spring break. How many days until spring break? How many pounds do you have to lose every week? People don't put together the blueprint required because when they see that blueprint, they get intimidated because they go, this is going to cause a lot of pain. It's, it's going to hurt. It's always going to hurt. But what hurts even more is the regret and knowing you could have fucking done something about it. Like I, so many people, they quit. Like now, nowadays, almost everybody wants to start at the end. And that's why so many people quit because they're like, well, I'm not, if I'm not starting at the finish line, I'm not going to bother. But it's not even because of the work. It's not even because of the obstacles in the way. It's because of the acceptance of being less, about being weak, about being a loser. Like it, it's, it's celebrated. Like, do you understand that it is celebrated? Being a loser is now celebrated, but it's only celebrated by the losers. There's not a winner out there that's like, this is awesome. Let's have more of this. It doesn't exist. You want to know what's really cool about all this? This presents an extremely unique opportunity for anyone that genuinely wants to win. In, and it's unprecedented in like almost all of history. And this is going to hit it. This is going to touch a nerve for some people. It is so easy to win. It is so easy to win right now. For the winners. If you're a loser, you're always a loser. Just to be clear. And if you don't like that, stop being a loser. It's easier to win right now. It's easier for those who want to win to, to acquire the trophy because there's almost no competition. Like there's, there's nothing. You just need to be able to withstand everything, which means the onslaught and the hate and all the bullshit that's going to come your way from those closest to you. Like if you can do that and you can continually show up and you can continually overcome whatever obstacle shows up on the path. It doesn't matter what it is. You resolve in advance to never give up. You're guaranteed to win. It's a guarantee. 
They, like, really, the gladiators of opposition are gone. They don't exist because we live in the world of acceptance. But acceptance of low standards, acceptance of lesser self, which means there's nothing in your way but yourself. There's not even any competition. It's, it is the only time in history that you actually can get on the field and it's like there's nobody there. Why would you not want to succeed? There's no greater time in history and this is about to be over, so take advantage of it right now. Like when you set a target, here's how you know you're going to get it. Here's, this is 100%. You want to know, you want to know if you're going to hit it? This is the easiest way. Set your goal. And if you're the kind of person that's already setting the next one that's behind the one, not just a different goal, the one that's behind the goal that you've already set, if you already see the next mountain and it's bigger, uglier, and harder to climb, you're going you're gonna to achieve your goal. It's a guarantee. Because you're always creating that enthusiasm to go to the next, the next level. You never get to the end and want to stay there if you actually earn that spot because you had to become somebody different. Like we're, we're designed to increase the size of the cross that we're currently carrying up the hill. It's designed to constantly get heavier, bigger, and more difficult to carry. Like that, that ever-increasing weight of this burden, that's what's required to succeed. Like the, the obstacles are the training. If you want to look at it the easiest way, the obstacles are the training. And very few people want to endure the training. Like, you know, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, it's funny, actually, just sitting here, I just thought of this. A lot of people don't realize that all of this training, all of the obstacles, all of this, the suffering and all of the struggle and all of the, the chaotic events that we, we just sometimes can't even understand what they, why they show up is creating the adventure of a lifetime. Like I, I just, I, I, like I just realized that. Like all of the shit that I've been through with my wife. Like all of the chaos, you know? Like waking up to her breathing for me because I, I passed out or opening my eyes with tubes coming out of my chest or every argument or every shitty thing that I've said or done or we've said or done to each other, every struggle, anything. Like I get to have the adventure of a lifetime with that woman sitting out there. Of my lifetime. And, and I think, I, I honestly, I think you insult yourself and, and the time you are given by God to not do that. You don't become anything sitting there waiting for it to happen. You don't. You don't become anything running away from the struggles. You don't become anything that you want running away from adversity in fear that's learned by paying attention to people that don't matter. You know, I said it, the obstacles that you see on your way up are always much worse in your head than they actually are anyway. Like, 
I think a lot of people don't understand what they truly are capable of. And I think the struggle comes from our, our own refusal to see our own inadequacies. Like without this brutal honesty with ourselves, like, I mean, that's what's required. You know, I, I mean, really think about it. That's what's required. You, you are, it is demanded of you. The more honest you are with yourself, oh, it's going to suck. It's going to hurt. And that's why most people don't want to do it because it exposes pain in the moment. That's why people refuse. But if you aren't ruthless with yourself and brutally honest with yourself, and you know, you know when you're lying, but if you aren't brutally honest with yourself, you submit to a life that is designed mostly by other people and, and their input that's intended to reduce us for their security in themselves, and yet that's insecurity. Like living under the blanket of outside opinion steals your life. It's the worst thing you can do. You're born with ambition. Just understand this, really. If you have a, if you have a child, you know what I'm talking about. You're born with ambition and adventure and curiosity and this, this unbelievably relentless drive to just tear into everything and pursue everything that you want. That's how you're born. You learn to stifle all of that. And it's all born from, from the fear that others are imposing on you. They're trying to push you down. You don't, you're not born like that. You're born fearless and unstoppable. I've said that before. And you learn discipline within your first year of life in the right direction. And every year after that, subsequently, somebody's trying to fuck it up. But like you learn to stifle all of that, all born from the fear that others impose on you because they're worried and they're afraid of your adventure. Think about that. They're, they're not afraid of what you're doing. They're afraid of whether they would try and do it. Just unpack that. They're not worried for you. They're worried for them because they have fear. And that... Here's the worst part. That fear that they have was learned from the fucking bozos and knuckleheads that came before them. Like you, you know, like under, you were never afraid. They were. You caught it from them. It's like a disease. You were never afraid. You were never, ever afraid. Like tap the fuck into that. God, it's like, like a virus and the vector is the stupid and the useless. All of these people who become like, they become that way by being infected by these same stupid, useless zombies that came before them. And then we catch it and we pass it on to our kids. Like ask yourself right now, where in my life right now, you want to, you want to find out where all the problems are? Ask yourself right now, where in my life right now does any negative support come from? Is it family? Is it friends? Is it social media? It's probably all three. Just sit there and think about that question. Really? And you're going to deliberate with your own jury in your mind and what you're going to find out, what you're going to stop, what you're going to find out and discover is always the same thing. All of the reasons 
to avoid ambition and adventure and struggle and then the subsequent success because of all that, because of having to endure all that, all come from external influences, all of it. So your avoidance of that which is required in order to win never comes from you. It comes from the influence of others imposing their fear and their will on you. You eliminate those and you'll win faster, easier, and more often. See, the belief that you can achieve and create is innate. You're born with it. Otherwise, you wouldn't walk. You're born with it. The avoidance of chaos and struggle is what demolishes self-worth. And that in and of itself is a struggle because our self-worth has nothing to do with other people. And yet it's, it's packaged up as if it's the root cause is others. Others have nothing to do with your self-worth. Nobody does. You do. Your value, your self-worth, it's all built from the, the bones of the struggles that you've chosen to overcome. Like behind you, there, there's God, behind you, there should be a fucking graveyard that's just littered with the corpses of all the things that you've overcome with, without the, God, without this constant uphill struggle, you lose your self-worth. There should be nothing but bodies of every single adversity that you've ever had to overcome behind you. Because if you don't have a graveyard behind you, you're doing it wrong. Like when, when I set, when I set goals and targets and it, listen, I set shit that's so far out in the water. Like I, it's like I'm swimming towards this Island and it's always like another, it's just another half mile. I'm almost there. It's another half mile. And, and I hit islands and sandbars and things along the way, but there's, there's always that one, that big fucking badass Island I'm trying to get to. That just, it keeps you hungry. That's required. You can't set goals without it. That's why I'm telling you this. Because I, I've never heard anybody do it right. Everybody sets goal seminars. They have these goal setting seminars and all these, here's how to dominate 2024. And all you have to do is write them down and think about them three times and, 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 and create a vision board and all this. That is not going to help you. You, want, you should ask, who is the more well-equipped hunter? That fat-bellied fuck that's surrounded by cookies and cakes and all the, all the acceptance and all the woke bullshit? Or the hungry man with the bow and arrow with a hungry family? One of them is needs. One of them is wants. And the needs are always a much, it's much more driven. Wants comes married to options. Needs has one option, you get whatever that is. Like you need hunger. Because that, that constant journey, that adventure of our lifetime, it, it's only as epic as, as that road that we're on. So if your life is dull, it's because you take a dull road. Because you're trying to mitigate risk and adversity and struggle and you're being taught that by all the people around you. Like with an endless supply of struggles, your life becomes incredible. 
I have been through so many catastrophic events in my life by myself, with my wife, with friends, with family, with other people. It doesn't matter. And ultimately, I wouldn't trade them for anything because they shape who I am. Oh, and I love who I am. I'm a badass motherfucker and I won't ever change that opinion. But with this endless supply of struggles, because we're always hunting, like we're always in the pursuit of our next quarry, we become more. We evolve into a higher self because of what's getting in our way. Like, see, it, it's not the target. It's, it's the evolution of ourselves that occurs along the way in the pursuit of the target. And they're not the same. Like, without it, we can't evolve, which then creates this bitterness within ourselves. And then we turn that bitterness outward as blame, envy, jealousy, and, and eventually hatred. And then we see the goals achieved by other people, and we make up excuses as to why they have them and we don't because they have a better goal-setting system, and yet that's not the case at all. If you listen right to the end of this, you'll hear exactly what I'm talking about, but they don't have a better system. They have a better platform. That's it. The only reason people achieve more than you is because they start on a much more stable platform that is created by them. Like what's happening right now is the push to accept the most weak and lazy version of ourselves and, and, It's all wrapped up in this new fucking definition, you know, like it falls under this woke mindset where kids can go to school and, and piss in a litter box because they're being told that that's okay. It's all right. You want to be a fucking puppy? You go be a puppy. That's all right. You go ahead. We'll put a litter box in the corner and we'll put tampon machines in the guy's bathroom because heaven forbid, you know, we don't, we don't want to offend a dude that is shoving ketchup packets up his ass. And it's all, it, this is all a, a byproduct, right? Just, let me be clear. I believe this is all a byproduct and it's because the idea of standards, high standard is labeled as confrontational and repressive. Like you, you know that no, no dog has ever wanted to be a fucking kangaroo, right? And, and it's because it's never been presented to the dog. Number one, as an option, but second, it, it's outside of the confines that God has created for him. He's a fucking dog. We got a bunch of dogs. My dog has never looked at me and gone, oh, damn, dude. I, God, I wish I was a cat. He doesn't even know. He's a dog. So now, because we are granted the power of conscious decision and choice, we make stupid mistakes because of the few. Like I said, if your kid is going to school pissing in a litter box or your little boy is wearing a dress because he feels like a girl trapped in a boy's body. It ain't your kid. It's you. Like all of this ridiculous behavior is a result of this ever decreasing standards. And they're married to the idea that ethics and integrity and morals are confining and, and true freedom is to live without ambition or struggles or goals. Listen, the only result of any of that is depression and anxiety, and all of that is manufactured out of your own lack of purpose. There is no such thing as depression. People don't set goals because they say they are depressed. 
Find out what the fuck is depressing you and fix that. Do you know why you, like, you have no purpose that causes depression, that causes anxiety, that causes lack of ambition, but it's because either you have no goals or you have no goals that are your own. Fix that. See, people don't want a simple solution because it sounds too easy and it doesn't give them an identity. Well, this is a whole different podcast if I went on that. But the current model of society has built this idea that you should do the least and yet you, you definitely deserve the most. Goals and targets give excitement. Without them, you have nothing. Life, listen, fuck. Life is designed to be dynamic. You're not meant to sit there on a pile of fucking pillows while somebody, what? fucking rubs your dick and feeds you a bottle and that's the whole that's your whole life while you got a porn screen strapped to your forehead that's not life there is nobody out there that goes dude that sounds like the most epic life and anybody out there that goes well i would probably totally try that would never tell anybody because it's fucking disgusting you are morally bankrupt if that's how you think and therein lies the problem because it's accepted. When you have genuine goals and targets that are yours, they give your life excitement. They create this dynamic life, which is what everybody craves. Everybody inherently, just down to the core of their soul, craves a dynamic life. The opportunity to constantly prove themselves to themselves. It's not competing against, listen, I go toe to toe with my wife all fucking day in our workouts. 99.9% .9 of the time, I ain't catching her. I don't quit. It gives me a chance to be better. But I'm always trying to prove it to myself that I can do one more rep. But everything's like that. Can you say I love you one more time? Can you hug one more time? Can you help them up one more time? Can you earn another dollar? Can you make another phone call? Can you send another email? You could do this all day. You can always do one more. But the problem is we're being told by others to avoid the victory because when we have a victory, it's bragging. What? So when you win, you're, you're, you're offensive? Like to, to, you're taught to avoid... I can't even say it straight. You're, avoid, uh, to, you're taught to avoid ambition because ambition is dangerous. You're taught to avoid victory because it's bragging. You're taught to avoid any form of personal development or increase in knowledge because it's offensive. Yeah, you know what? I'll help you out. Well, fuck all of you. Winners set goals and go hunting. That's what winners and killers do. Like, the, the fear is never the goal. You, you understand that, right? Like, the fear is never the goal. The fear is in, in, in having to tell the truth. The fear is never the goal. Nobody's afraid of the goal they set. Nobody's afraid of the target they're setting. Even if you set these low impotent goals because you're afraid, you're not afraid of the goal. You're afraid of the follow through and having to tell the truth because it opens up conflict in the moment. Yet avoiding the truth causes conflict in the future that is much greater than anything you have right now in the present. See, the, the truth is often avoided because it creates this potential of an uncertain outcome, right? People say things, they get asked a question and they decide what the answer is that they're going to give based on the reaction that they want. 
not the truth. So they process what they should say in order to gain the emotional reaction that they want. That's not the truth. That's learned. I'll say it again. The truth is avoided because it creates the potential of an uncertain outcome. And yet that's not true. It's learned. You don't have an uncertain outcome. Avoiding the truth is, is the normal. Like I, I really, I, avoiding the truth in the moment gives you the predictable outcome or avoiding the, the it gives you a predictable outcome, but it's a predictable outcome that's devoid of any value. There's nothing there. You already knew what they were going to say. That's not, you're not fucking Nostradamus. You're, you're manipulating the circumstances in order to feel a certain way, but yet even what you feel you know is, is false. It's not authentic. There's that gay-ass word again. There's this one dude, he keeps throwing around the word authentic. What a, he's a, just, you know, he's a fucking clown. I can't, I can't even stay it. I'm not going to hold my tongue. I don't need to. You know why? Because it's the truth. The truth is the fucking truth. My dad used to always say, tell the truth. There's less to remember. My dad died, I guess, 11, 12 years ago. So he's watching and listening right now. And he's like, yep, still telling you and teaching you shit. Yes, you are, dad. They say, oh, you got to be authentic. You know what authentic is? Going after everything you want. Turning it into a need and obsessing on the life you want to build and never stopping. That's authentic. Reducing your goals to match your impotent behavior is not authentic. It's complying to a lesser version of yourself. Like if you, here's, you want to, you want to, you want to really game this for yourself to win. When you, when you view telling the truth as the only option, then the outcome of telling the truth becomes the only possible outcome. Because there is no, it doesn't matter how, how shitty or ruthless or brutal the, the outcome is. It's the, it's the result of the truth. And the reason people avoid the truth is because a lot of times it hurts. But that's because so many people aren't telling the truth. Like all of this is required to set real goals because it allows for genuine aspiration. Listen, aspiration is required. And aspiration is directly married to obligation, duty, and responsibility. You have to have all of that. If you have aspiration, you have duties, responsibilities, and obligations. So before you even set any goals, I'll leave you with this. Before you even set any goals, ask yourself this. What do I aspire to do? What is it? Because if you don't have aspiration, you think you're going to sit there, uh, you know, in some tropical resort or some ski resort or at home connected to God knows what electronics and do nothing. Except the joy in that is going to be very short lived. And then you become bitter because the rest of the world is moving on and you're still doing the same thing. And now you're 49 years old, still living at home on your game chair connected to your VR because you decided not to have any aspirations because you're afraid of telling the truth. You first must tell the truth. And then what do you aspire to do? Like really, what do you aspire to do? And then what direction? What is the direction of that aspiration? Because if you have aspirations and you have direction, now you need to know what the direction is 
is it something worth doing? Because if it's not something worth doing, you're not going to want to do it. You're going to come up with options and excuses to not execute, right? So now you ask, what is worth doing in my life? Right? What is my aspiration? What is my direction? Is it something worth doing? Well, then ask, what is worth doing in my life? Do you have a family? Do you have kids? Do you have responsibilities? Do you have obligations? Do you want to take care of yourself? Do you want to take care of your family? Do you want to take care of your wife? Do you want to take care of your entire community? Do you want to take care of the world? Those are all things worth doing, by the way. Like Because without, just so you know, without direction, you become completely useless and you need other people to take care of you which is what they're doing right now, right? Everybody wants to sit there and be taken care of. Listen, my wife wants me to take care of her because she wants me to take care of her. That's my job. But my wife also takes care of me. But that doesn't mean we don't do shit on our own to take care of ourselves. To sit there and expect others to take care of you while you do nothing, that's, that's, the, most, that's the highest level of disrespect you can have for yourself. If you need somebody to come and take care of you to make you feel like you have any value, your shit's broken. So once you figure out what's worth doing in your life, here's how you figure out your direction, by the way. Let me back up a little bit. You figure out your direction by having values. This is where everybody struggles in the world right now that's doing these ridiculous agendas. They got no values. Like direction is determined by values and having values infers that we operate according to a code. I have a code. It's six rules. I'm not going to go over them now. I'll do it on a separate one. But everything I do runs through these six filters. Everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Everything, including this conversation right now, is constantly running through those six filters. But now you ask, do you have a code? And then... Does the code direct you to what's inherently good? Because if your code is directing you to selfish desire and vices, it's not inherently good. Because if it's all about you, it's not about anybody else. Which means the default of that is that everybody else is going to pay for your vices. So I was, I was reading this to my wife in our, in our kitchen, like probably about an hour ago now, but this is about where everybody's brain is going to fucking explode because when you put this all together, this is why you need to start here before you set any goals. If you have no, you have to have a code. So if you have no code, you have no values. Without values, you have no responsibilities, obligations, or duties. If you have no responsibilities, obligations, or duties, you have no ambitions, which means you cannot have goals. Start with your code. What do you operate your life according to? Because if you operate your life according to all the vices and things that you want to seek pleasure out of, you have no code. If you operate your life by constantly telling yourself that you are authentic by discounting your own goals because you deem them unworthy because some bullshit happened in your life because of you, you have no code. Because if you lie to yourself about what you truly want in an effort to placate your own weak, impotent emotions, which is what most people do, because they don't like the work attached to the goal. Ambitions are great until they come 
all wrapped up in the work required to get them. But that work that's required to give you the life that you want is what most people don't like to do. So they discount their goals while at the same time judging everybody with those same goals. Start with your code. What do you govern your life with? Because when you have a code, you can have aspirations. When you have aspirations, you can have direction. When you have direction, you can go, is it inherently good? Is it taking me in the right direction? Is it worth doing in my life? Because that is all based on your values and your values come from your code. You see how it runs in a big circle? You want to achieve everything you want in your life? Start there. You want to have the marriage? Start there. You want to have the fitness? Start there. You want to have the business, the money, the mindset? You want to have it all. Start by how you govern your life. What are the filters you have in your life? Tell the truth. And the truth in the moment is always the truth. No matter what. Peace out.